0: KTBB News Time, 753, 73 degrees in Tyler, 72 right now in Longview. Good morning to you, East Texas. It is time now for You Tell Me, Texas with KTBB owner and general manager Paul Gleiser. Uh, Chief, happy Friday to you. And happy Friday to you. We're sponsored by the Keepersall Collection of Estate Grown Wines and by the Restaurant and Grand Tasting Room at Keepersall, East Texas Destinations, south of Tyler off of FM 344. According to an estimate from the U.S. Congressional Research Service, China has 384 surface ships and submarines in its fleet. That number is growing. According to the latest budget proposal from the Biden administration, the United States currently has 298 surface ships and submarines, and that number is shrinking. With each passing year since 1990, the U.S. Navy has gotten smaller while the Chinese Navy has gotten bigger. How much smaller? Well, a lot smaller. In 1990, the Navy had 557 ships in the active fleet. Given the growing tensions with China, given that China's Xi Jinping was just in Russia cozying up to Russian President Vladimir Putin, given that Xi Jinping said at the conclusion of those meetings with Putin that changes are happening in the world that, quote, haven't happened in a hundred years, and given that Xi's statement is likely of a piece with China's stated intention to replace the United States as the world's dominant power, we'd like to think that the Secretary of the Navy's number one concern would be the readiness and warfighting capacity of an aging and rapidly dwindling U.S. Naval fleet. But that is not the case. Earlier this month, U.S. Navy Secretary Carlos del Toro gave a speech at the University of the Bahamas at which he said, quote, as the Secretary of the Navy, I can tell you that I've made climate one of my top priorities since the first day I came into office, end quote. As is true in every corner of his administration, President Biden's near pathological fixation on climate change, coupled with a concurrent fixation on gender and diversity, is distorting policy as it applies to the Navy, along with the rest of the U.S. military. That distortion can be seen in the Navy's 2024 budget request, which includes a 40 percent increase in climate spending, money for electric vehicles, EV charging stations, and solar microgrids. All concurrent with a net decrease in the number of operational ships. It is further evidenced by the Navy Department's climate tabletop exercise last summer to quote, examine the impact that climate change has on mission readiness and warfighting capacity. One can be sure that the impact that climate change has on mission readiness and warfighting capacity is of exactly zero concern to the rapidly expanding Chinese Navy. Gaining dominance over the world's ocean is the Chinese Navy's top concern. The Chinese know their history. Anglo domination of the seas that began with Britain's 1805 victory in the Battle of Trafalgar, domination that was peacefully passed to the United States during World War II, has undergirded the framework for a world order controlled by the West for more than two centuries. It being China's top concern, that history should be a top concern for the Navy. In a world that is quickly becoming more tense than the darkest days of the Cold War, a fixation on leftist ideology like climate change as it informs defense policy moves beyond simply being wasteful and annoying. Such fixation is rapidly becoming dangerous. That's my word. What's yours? Go to youtellmetexas.com and you tell me. Well, after more than 20 years of me being their spokesman, the winemakers and keepers all have come to know my wine preferences, so every so often they blend a Bordeaux-style red wine to my taste. They bottle it bearing the label <clears throat> Paul Gleiser's Texas Blend Special Reserve. I think this latest iteration is the best yet, and I can't be totally wrong because you've already drunk up about more than, well, more than half the bottling. This is a red wine drinker's red, bold and full like a Bordeaux-style wine, but with a really smooth finish. You can enjoy this wine alone, of course but put a Keepersall prime beef steak with it, and you approach perfection. This is a reserve wine, which means you can only get it at the winery or at the restaurant at Keepersall. At the Grand Tasting Room at Keepersall, you can try before you buy. Your first taste, as always, is on me, but not for much longer because it's going fast. So go south on Broadway to FM 344, left under the bridge for a mile and a half to the Keepersall entrance gate on your left, and follow the signs. Learn more at Keepersall.com.